Welcome to the Scare Guy Show, the place where we celebrate everything that is scary fun. Let me get rid of that. Everything that's scary fun, which includes horror attractions, scary films, news of the macabre, weird stuff, haunted hotels, which Jonathan Wilkinson is going to actually uh, help us with tonight. My name is Jim Fry. I'm one of your horror hosts. Who do I? Oh, check it out. Look how weird I look right now in this thing. But anyways, who do I have right here to my left? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Cheeseman here, one of the founding members of the Scare Guy, ready here for the Scare Season, a screenwriter and uh, social media for the Scare Guy. Right, right. How about right underneath me, our special uh, final girl of the night? Hello, I'm Danae Sams. I'm one of the con girls, and um, I'm a writer comedian here in LA. And I am so excited that we are in spoopy season. That's right. Right up front, when's your next show? You and Ben both. Oh, yeah. Um, ben Cleaver, one of our good buddies on this podcast, um, he and I are both going to be on a show this Wednesday. That is the 14th. Yes, yep. 14th um, in North Hollywood. It's actually a comedy contest. And yeah, all the con guys can finally see us performing a show together because we both do stand up, but we've never actually shared a stage before. So I'm looking forward to it. And if you're listening and you're in the Los Angeles area, you guys should come down to the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. 8 o'clock Wednesday, September 14th, for some great, clean comedy. Nice, 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 nice. And we have a very special guest tonight, Mr. Jonathan Wilkinson. Please introduce yourself, my friend. Hey, I'm John. Uh, I've just been a longtime fan of the show and friend to basically everybody here. And uh, I'm a SAG-eligible actor, and I've been screenwriting for a while, but mostly truck driving for the last, since like 2016. And uh, I just so happen to live in Colorado. And the last episode, the Poltergeist episode, you guys mentioned the Stanley. So I actually went up to the Stanley like two days later, <laughs> did the whole ghost tour, learned a bunch of stuff. And he's going to take uh, us through that tonight. Yeah. So just real quick, he just mentioned the Poltergeist episode last week. We did the, or two weeks ago, Poltergeist 40th anniversary. It is part of our summer of 82, the movies of 82. And we still have a few left to do. We will be getting to um, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, as well as if you look at this graphic here at the very top, you see the famous hockey mask. That hockey mask was not always with Friday the 13th. It came about with the third Friday the 13th, part three, in 3D, I might add. Friday the 13th, part three in 3D, which came out in 1982. We'll also be talking about that right as we head into the scare season. It's I can't think of a more perfect time to uh, talk about it. Tonight, what we are going to do, we are talking about, um, we're going to give a little preview of the Halloween season. Halloween 2022, which I know that last year, Halloween came back fairly healthy um, in, in some spots, in some spots not so much. But this year, I guess, is kind of like our, are, I just first of all, can everybody hear me fine? Yes, sir. You are yeah. I never know which if I have my microphone turned the right way or not. So I'm gonna leave it like this. No, so this yeah. year is like a, we are back in full force. Halloween is back. Halloween 2022 is here. It's coming up on a Monday night, and it probably to geez, we have like a month and a half to a month and a half to Halloween. It's crazy to think about that. It is nuts. And it was uh Danae, she kind of was for us. Danae was texting us a this past week and she goes let's do halloween let's talk about halloween so we are going to talk about halloween that's going to be what we're talking about tonight to kind of give a preview of what's to come 
full disclosure, a lot of it will definitely be West Coast related, but we do have some East Coast stuff in there as well. All right. But first, since we're talking about Halloween, I would love Danae. Tell me, what is one of your favorite memories of Halloween? So I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in the Bible Belt where Halloween wasn't always like a big thing. Um, it was usually harvest festivals. And personally, like just because we lived in the middle of nowhere, I was never a big trick-or-treater. So I got to be honest, I never really cared that much about Halloween until probably like I went to college and I started going to like the Halloween parties every year. Um and things like that. But my favorite Halloween memory is probably from 2019 because the year I moved to LA, October 15th, 2019, so my very first LA party was actually with you guys at the Luca Gym house oh, celebrating Halloween. And I, I I, know I couldn't find any pictures from it. I wanted to send them to you, but I just could not find them anywhere. I'll, I'll find them later. We'll put them on like the gram and stuff. But um, I just, I opened the door and like, of course you guys were there and it was like, ah, and then who else was there but Katie and Emily? Who? What year uh, was it? This was 2019. 2019. Luke, you might be able to find some photos. Maybe. Um, Katie and Emily <laughs> were there, and I made friends for the first time with them about the same time I came became friends with you guys all at Comic Con 2015. Yep. So it was just such a great like I'm meant to be here. I'm supposed to be in Los Angeles. I have friends here. It was almost like a welcome party to starting this chapter of my life of being in Los Angeles. So for me, Halloween is like the anniversary of being here and a reminder of all the awesome friends I have. Yeah. I love that story. That is that is the best. That is the best. Yikes. Jonathan, what about you? Do you have any good memories of Halloween to kick off the show? Oh, man. So many. So many. Halloween's always been my favorite time of year. Uh, back when I was a kid, just walking around and, you know, costumes and everything like that. Uh, I think, let's see, 2017, I flew out to L.A. with my friend Sean, and we actually went to Halloween Horror Nights. And that was like the second time I had been. Uh, but that time, I actually went ahead and bought the Rest in Peace tour tickets. And I got to say, that was the best experience I've had in a long time. So, yeah, it was just, it was great. Hopefully, hopefully we can recreate, not recreate, hopefully we can match up to some of those memories. We're going to try to do a Halloween Horror Nights uh, get together. What's cool is, I, I love the fact that Jonathan, he, he's driven over before. He's come on over to a, a Halloween party here. And, yeah, that was my worst uh, memory for <laughs> Hey, let's go ahead and say hello right now to to Lily Schiller. Lily, good to see you. Good to see you. I saw a picture you posted today. Um, Lily, you were down in the, the – you posted a photo from the Gas Lamp District, which was, uh, you know, very de near and dear to all of our hearts, that's for sure. Cheeseman, do you have any kind of memories that stick out for you? For Halloween, uh, growing up, I didn't – I kind of lived somewhat in the country, so I didn't get to do – a whole lot of trick-or-treating but the couple times i did i got to go to my great aunt and uncles i dressed up like an indian when kids were i guess allowed to do that i, I hope we're still able to do that because we love <laughs> cowboys and indians it's a fun thing to do with kids and uh did that in my great aunt and uncle's neighborhood and then did trick-or-treating while i went camping but we did a lot of like fall celebration stuff i didn't do a whole lot of uh, halloween I, I grew up in a christian family still i'm christian but They've gotten a lot better at letting kids trick or treat and stuff in the family, the grandkids. But 
I didn't watch a whole lot of horror movies until my friend Jake, who's often on the show, corrupted me and showed me like every ha- Halloween movie that I could see by the time I was in sixth grade. So that really <laughs> changed things for me. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to I'm going to jump into the uh, I also grew up in Christian in Christian folks. I just so happened to have Christian folks who loved Halloween. So, <laughs> so I and loved horror movies. And so one of my most favorite memories, of course, I've shown this on the show before. Back in the day, me and my brother Scott, we had those old those the, those plastic Halloween costumes with the plastic face mask. You know, they come in the window box, which are if you can find some of these original costumes today, they're selling for hundreds of bucks, guys. If you can get those on eBay. Anyways. Over, I'm the the taller one here, and I remember carving. Me and my dad carved this pumpkin to the left, and Scott and Mom were carving the pumpkin to the right. Or was it the other way? I have to remember. Mom, if you're watching, if you can, maybe maybe me and Mom carved the bigger. I don't remember. All I know is I started early. My parents started me early. This is not my first Halloween. It's just one of the. It's one of the ones that I remember, and um. It's one of my favorites. I remember this. Uh, we used to live in this neighborhood on Lawndale Avenue up north of Chicago. And it was so many houses. It was hours of trick or treating. And we, too, moved out to the we moved out to the woods. Might moved out to the woods, moved out to the country. Yeah, we moved out in the woods. And um, libertarians. Yes, we did. We, we were. What, what is it called? We were. Um, what's those people? Off the that grid. We, yeah, off the grid, the people that live in the woods and they prepare for like the end times. That's not us. Preppers, end time preppers. But anyways, that's we weren't. But my love for pumpkins and Halloween has continued. Here is a po- picture I took just a couple weeks ago. My friend Johnny and his friend Liz, they um, found out that I loved pumpkins and they actually planted a pumpkin patch just for me in the backyard. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So I am so excited about that. That's uh one of my so one of my favorite memories is pumpkins and it I my Halloween to me is just like a special holiday, and I I do like again I did grow up religious and I still am I, I I'm I'm a good old fashioned church boy and I do understand some of the problems some people have with the holiday but I've always loved it always loved it and I got to tell you one more picture this is my pumpkin patch right now there's my pumpkin patch in my living room there's Charlie Brown in the background. I am ready for Halloween, my friends. Jim needs to do 30 days of pumpkins. Oh, I know. That's what yes. I said. Yes. into Halloween. I need to carve one every day. Hey, so um, just a little update real quick. We do have one more guest who will be joining us in about 10, 15 minutes, our very good friend, Carrie Lane, because she, when it comes to horror haunts, and especially uh, not scary farms, she's kind of the expert in all that. So what we're going to do first, though, we have a very special treat today because Jonathan, oh, I'm sorry. John, is it Jonathan or John? I always say John. John. Yeah. All right. John Wilkinson. Yeah. A good friend of ours. And he just so happens, I'm going to get this ready, and we're going to let John kind of walk us through some photos. He just so happens to live next door to something that's very cool. John, take us. The Stanley Hotel. Yeah, that was a, that was my awesome photo that I took on the way out. And, uh, so yeah, basically a brief uh, history. The Stanley built in 1909, July 4th, 1909 was it was when it was opened by Freeland Oscar Stanley of you know Stanley Steamer uh, fame. 140 room Colonial Revival in Estes Park. Uh, it's about 
29 minutes from me, uh, which isn't too bad. Uh, right now, rooms are going for about 330 a night. So, Ooh. yeah, a little, little pricey. But, of course, as we all know, it is where, you know, Stephen King got his idea for the Overlook uh, for the Shining Hotel. So here's the main entrance, uh, and the grand staircase is right behind that big, huge uh, table and flowers right there. We'll, we'll see, um, at this point in time, it's probably about, uh, I want to say about 40 degrees up there right now. So this photo right <laughs> here, actually, if you want to stop just for a second. Yep. So I took two photos here. The guy in the very back in the red wasn't there. No, I'm kidding. He was our tour guide. <laughs> There's uh, two of my feet. <laughs> so he was our tour guide. But it's if if the next photo is another one exactly like this, if it's not, that's fine. Oh, my uh, gosh. I didn't know you wanted me to do both of them. No, no, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. So in these photos, uh, it's kind of interesting because though there's three. You see the three lights off the staircase and yeah. that fourth light right next to me. Uh, next to that table the you know i don't know about orbs i don't know if you're into that sort of thing but in the very next photo that i took uh which was almost like you know 35 seconds after this photo those orbs were not there and there was nothing oh, around me that could have caused that there was nobody else taking a photo a flash photo nothing else which they say the grand staircase right there is one of the more haunted areas of the hotel so i just thought that was kind of cool um, i've had those was... orbs happen to me before and i think it has a lot to do with the lenses i think so too but that was my iphone too so i was yeah, just the same for me yeah yep. what is this so this is uh i just took this photo hoping to catch something but uh, unfortunately i didn't get anything but this is where uh they say they found lucy in the concert hall which later on i know you probably definitely have the photo in there of Lucy. Uh, but this was a back room in the concert hall. I sat there alone while the rest of the tour went uh, for about, I want to say another like 15 minutes until I couldn't hear the tour anymore. So I was just taking photos as much as possible. And they say this is where uh, in the bathroom you can hear children and you get a lot of children, you know, uh, photos off there. And then they also say this is where a girl named Lucy died in the in the 70s, she was uh, hiding in there away from the staff and it got so cold outside. But unfortunately, back then, they didn't have the right insulation and she froze to death back mm. there. So and we, you do have a collection of supposed ghost photos that we'll show after we show your tour photos and you can kind of walk us in. So is that kind of like, is that what Stephen King based some of his, the ending of his, not Stephen King, but uh oh, Stephen, I, I wonder if Stanley Cooper kind of took some of that into consideration with his ending about the people freezing outside in the cold it's a possibility but i mean you know it is set in estes park but obviously the overlook is not estes park but i mean it's just you know it's it's yeah. cold up there it gets really really cold up there and this is kind of cool yeah so that's the uh the the hedgerow maze yep. um in the center off to the uh left there there's a statue of uh stanley himself Mm -hmm. with a big quote on there and then of course it is a maze so uh you can get lost in there there was a couple from texas trying to recreate you know for tiktok like her running away <laughs> uh as her boyfriend or whatever was chasing her so you know silly stuff like that but it is it does get really creepy there at night um i think i took this one around like i think it was about 12 30 at night 
Oh, uh, you guys were there that late? Oh yeah, yeah. We we got there at about I want to say ten forty, and mm -hmm. we didn't leave until about twelve fifty. Because okay. the bar is open too, which is fun. Oh, nice. Um, and this is kind of cool. Yep, yep. So this is in the concert hall area. Of course, they they had a bunch of other posters and random pictures, but on the staircase, which they claim, you know, you can hear the stairs, you know, all the time without anybody there. Mm -hmm. uh, they have this awesome poster of uh, the new Dr. Sleep, which was, yep. I think it was great. And there's I the liked it. Hall what is this? So this is the concert hall. This is right off. Uh, the, it's not too far from the actual main, you know, Stanley hotel. Um, it's a good, you know, four and a half minute walk. And they say this area is one of the more haunted areas. They say Lucy. So Lucy would be through that, uh, that green kind of door in the back off to the left there. That's where she died. Uh, they say there's a maintenance man that walks around at night. Um, and they've had people, you know, get photos. See this picture? It like that so this is actually one of the guest uh sent in pictures so most of the photo some of the photos i took other photos the tour guide sent to me and so they're claiming that those two figures were not in the concert hall so we're time. looking at a picture right now there's a figure a dark figure at the front of the concert hall where's the other figure uh is off it? to the left there if you could on like oh, one of the lights yeah near the exit okay right yeah there. yeah yeah yeah, so they say they capture shadow figures all the time there. They say it's sometimes the maintenance man, and they can hear uh, somebody whispering after after about eleven o'clock at night. You hear somebody whispering in your "get out" uh, mm -hmm. because the maintenance man wants oh, to. Oh, one hundred steamer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's a Jonathan, ridiculous photo of me. Uh, <laughs> so this is the cave system that's underneath the hotel. They had a whole cave system planned out uh where they wanted it to be they almost wanted it to be a disneyland they wanted it to be an experience for the guests where they weren't always seeing staff moving around so they built this underground cave system uh where the the staff can move from back and forth you know between everything and they say there's uh on that one you can see a little white you know, kind of orb. They say if you zoom in on that one, you can kind of see a face. I can there. see it like, and we're showing a picture now of the tour yep. inside the cave system right in the middle. If you can see my cursor, can you guys see my cursor? No. Okay. That's another guest submitted uh, photo. That's a guest submitted photo. There's a, a, yep. a like a faded spot right in the middle. It looks like it, you know, right under the silver pipe. Yeah, yep. right underneath the silver pipe. Look like it could be a ghost. All right. Here, a couple more pictures here. So what is this? This is cool. This is the famous uh, bar back, which there's no bar there anymore. But that mirror right there is actually where Stephen King would sit and talk to Grady, the bartender, which was all real true story. So that was actually the real bar back mirror that he would sit there and talk to Grady behind, which, of That's course, cool. is definitely the, you know, in The Shining. So... Wait a second. I'm missing a photo. There, I had a the photo of you in the bar. Ah, if I can find it's it. All okay. Good. I don't. I don't mind. Not. This is. Uh, so this is uh, the parlor room, uh, which was right next door to that that room with the bar back. Um, they said this is where the men would hang out. In the other room with the with the bar back, that's where the women would hang out. Uh, so the men would hang out here. They had uh, Harry Houdini doing magic tricks here all the time. Uh, they said that you can hear footsteps when you're in there alone. You can hear doors closing, kind of commotions when there's nobody else around at all. 
Um, and actually, um, the unsinkable Molly Brown uh, was in that very room too. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she she uh, demanded to be in with the men smoking cigars and playing pool. And of, <laughs> of course, course she like, did. Good for Molly Brown. Of what a queen. <laughs> I don't know if this is your photo or okay. This no, so this is another guest submitted photo. They claim uh, these two shadow figures off to the right here uh, are cowboys because cowboys used to frequent this place too, of course. Uh, mm -hmm. And you can kind of see that one, that first yep. one there kind of has the cowboy hat and the shadow. Um, and they, of course, they claim they nobody was there. <laughs> All right. These next set of pictures are submitted pictures of who guests claim. And this one's the next one's kind of hard to see, but this one, let me see. Oh, oh behind the chair. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Behind the chair there, you can see the two little eyes. Nosferatu. Above it, uh, kind uh, of glowing. They have a lot of photos like that. Um, I don't like that. Nope. So all these photos were, uh, yeah, we've seen this. This one. Yeah, never mind. I don't Look wanna... at this okay. one. So this one's one of the creepier ones. If you see up top, the second girl to the uh, left, left there, right above her, um, they claim that that was a former pastry chef uh, who died, and apparently he still likes to haunt uh, the underground cave system where he would travel <laughs> through all the time. And I guess he had a heart attack down there, so it kind of makes sense. Awful. This so one this I, one's really creepy. If you see in between, oh, poor guy in the red, right between their shoulders. Nope. nope. Yep. There's a white little white top. face. <laughs> yep. That one's a, that one's a creepy one for sure. That okay. is some haunted haunting of Hill House shit right there. Don't yeah, like it that. is. Look at that one. Okay, so this is Lucy. Uh, they, oh, I only that just looks like more of her shirt to me. That doesn't look like a ghost. Well, if I you look up towards her face on the right there in the green there's a face text, you could see a face and it's a little bit better if you zoom in i'm not sure if we can zoom in on uh, it i don't think i can zoom in here but i will yeah. try yeah no worries and I'll you can send those photos out too but uh yeah. it is kind of a perfect face in between the two of them yeah. and they, that's right in that area where lucy had frozen to death so right. oh geez look at this you Another one the on the right there. You can see kind of a shadow figure walking through uh, uh, one of the dining halls there. Yep. Oh, this one's creepy. This one's a fun one. So this was off the grand staircase. If you look straight down there, it's a woman supposedly in a, you know, a 18th century, 19th century dress uh, right there, kind of floating down the stairs. Yep. And this awesome. is the last one I've got. Yep. <laughs> or more shadow figures. <laughs> that, one, wow. that one just messes me up. That one just yep. messed me up. Oh my gosh. The, Jonathan, this is pretty cool. Like if people are interested in, in, in taking a tour, what, how do they get, how do they get information about that? Do you know? Uh, so the tours last, I believe from uh, mid August until just after Halloween. And you can uh, buy a ticket. It's about, I think I paid $60. They have discounts for everything though. And it's a 75 minute tour uh, it starts, I believe, in like the afternoon if you want to do a daylight tour. And then it goes all the way until 11. Of course, I had to do the 11 o'clock tour at night. So that was a lot of fun. So, okay. And well, it's much that's... cheaper than staying at the hotel. But if you really want to hunt, apparently staying at the hotel is just ridiculous. You hear stuff all night. If you're on the fourth floor, you can hear stuff going on above you. There's no floor up there. You can hear chairs moving, talking. 
footsteps. Uh, they claim, you know, like one of the housekeepers go around. If you're a single male staying in a room, apparently in one of the rooms, your room is always all messed up every time you come in, even if you've like folded your clothes and, you know, you've made your bed up nice and all that kind of stuff. It's always a disaster because apparently this woman who died doesn't like, you know, single males in that room. But if you're a, a female guest, then everything is fine. Everything's put away for you. Tanae, we, we pulled up the picture. Can you see in the background? I, I know. I just don't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> we pulled up the, we zoomed in on one of the pictures and it does appear as if there's a woman, not a very happy woman. Okay. I could, I could see that it's a face, but at the same time, this is a blurry photo. I can also see that this is just more of her jacket and her messy hair. I see both sure. of those. As a oh, and possible. Luke, thank I you. you like this one. <laughs> That, no. See, that just that, looks staged to me. Because that so doesn't all match these any photos of the other were taken by the guests. And as soon as you see something, they kind of like not they don't demand it, but they ask you to send it directly to your tour guide. And then the tour guides all share the photos. And then that's where I got all these photos from was one of the tour guides. So all right, Jonathan, it's thank you so much for uh mm -hmm. Scaring the bejesus out of us. That's that's crazy stuff. I hey, feel like um, we could I feel like we could do a whole scare guy episode of just sharing like personal ghost stories because this just reminds me of like yep. so many circumstances of things that like have happened to like me, or like I have ghost stories that my grandmother told me about stuff that happened to her that's really creepy. And I'm just just spitballing that for future scare guy this Halloween season. Just Talking about ghost stories. Oh, people could send in ghost stories and we could read them live. That's another idea. That that would be what if we had a special ghost story night? I know that George Norrie or the, the show up all night, right? Coast to coast, they used to do ghost story nights, which was really cool. Mm, hey Luke, help me be cool. looking. So if if you see Carrie pop in, let's make sure we um add her to the podcast. All right. I just want to after that little spooky thing, I just wanted to share something really quick. I that's happened at my on my back porch. This is my little, but this, and listen, actually, this is Luke's buddy. This is Squints, the squirrel. And wait a second, let me, Squints, I was trying to get her more interested in that pumpkin, but all she was caring about was that peanut at that time. So um, there's no other reason for showing that except for, I was just trying to like a, Diffuse the spooky moment for him. All right, and this we can talk. Oh wait, that, that's <laughs> that's a pumpkin on the back porch, and Squints has made quick time of that pumpkin. <laughs> so Squints likes real pumpkins, not the fake ones. Yeah, not the fake ones, but yeah. But anyways, so we're gonna go ahead and give a little bitty preview of a little bit some of the stuff that's coming up. Um, oh, one, one more thing. I do want to share one more thing. You always know it's Halloween when, and we don't have to, if we can talk through this, this right here is always that we're watching a video. A sign of Halloween is when the spirit Halloween stores start. And we're not going to watch this whole thing because it's about four or five minutes long. But have yeah, you they already got space in like Buckingham Palace now, don't they? Do they really? It <laughs> <laughs> was a joke. Chip. That's awful. <laughs> Um, have you guys been in the spirit stores? Who hasn't? Oh, it's kind of cool. These have this has become like an institution across the country. Every empty building in every city becomes a Halloween superstore. 
during the months of September and October. There's actually a movie coming out this year based on people who spend the night inside a spirit store, a spirit Halloween store, and the store comes alive, which sounds awesome. Is uh, Ben Stiller in it? Oh, <laughs> you, you think he would be, you know. Oh, wait, wait. I, this, this right here, we're, we're looking... I was pulled over. Of course, they have all the welcome to Haddonfield Halloween stuff. I tell you Did what, you Michael Myers is having a day this year with the movie Halloween Ends getting ready to start. Look at this crazy monkey up here. And Jim just, got one of everything here. I, I kind of, I kind of almost did, but anyways, that that is that's on our um, Instagram. So they're saying in 2015. Uh, Spirit Halloween raked in 400 million in sales. Just, just throwing that out there. Jeez. So, uh, yeah. It's all Either holiday and create a store, Labor Day store, you know? All right, let's look, make our own store, guys. But yes. look, make our millions. This is Vaughn's, my local grocery store. Look at, we're looking at it, pictures of wow. um, a big Halloween display inside the grocery store. I, this is what I love the fact when you start seeing the, the fall pumpkins and gourds and everything. But this is how I know that 199 plus 149 plus 299. I know this is me down at Disneyland during Halloween time. And this was last like two weeks ago. Disney started early as soon as uh, September hit. Actually, I think they even started in August this year. Um, it was September 2nd. What's up? September 2nd was the day that it started because that was the day we went to Disneyland and it was their first day of Halloween. Crazy. We so, could have had a good drinking game on this. Every time you see Jim with a pumpkin, you have to take a drink. <laughs> that'll get you drunk feeling good right about now. So we are going to give us a little preview of some um, events that are coming up. A lot of these are Southern California, such as Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood. It kicked off on September 8th, and it continues on select nights October 30 through October 30th, 2022. They're going to have eight mazes or haunted – wait – in Orlando, they call it houses. Out here, they call it mazes, or it's the other way around. I think it's in Orlando, they call it mazes. Out here, we call them houses. Yeah, they houses out here. And um, let me see if I can get my Spanish going. La, Lorraine, La Llorona, the Weeping Woman, is one of the houses. Universal Horror Hotel is going to be there. Scarecrow, the Reaping. MGM is coming back with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The Horrors of Blumhouse is going to be there, and it's going to be featuring Jordan Peterson's um, Nope which I just saw this past week, and us. Universal Monsters Legends Collide. From what I hear, this has been the busiest of the haunted houses so far. Everybody wants to see it. Of course, they're doing a tribute to the original 1978 Halloween. And, you know, Halloween's having a big this year. This year, it's ending. Halloween kills. Is this? Yeah, Halloween ends is this year. And then perhaps the weirdest house the weekend, the actual the performer, the weekend after hours nightmare. So that's the eight houses that they're going to have, and then they're, they're going to have three, three scare zones. And big this year, they have brought back the um the terror tram. Oh wait, wait, wait! This says that Nope and Us are being featured down in the terror tram. So I wonder what. Oh yeah, the um I was wrong. The Blumhouse is going to feature some of their newer stuff, like the the phone. What's the the phone movie that the Black Phone that just black came phone. Out. Yep. And this is going to kind of um, 
be, this is kind of cool. For the first time ever, the Death Eaters, a group of Voldemort's most devoted and dark followers, are roaming Hogsmeade Village during Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood. The reason that's significant is usually the Harry Potter's sections are never open. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool thing. All right. Danae, have you been to Halloween Horror Nights out here? I haven't been to any. I was telling Jonathan before we started, I um, my roommate has tried to scare me before, and she's gotten like a shoe thrown in her face. Um, I don't trust myself to not hurt an actor if I go to a, a haunted house. I'd have to do like the tram and just where I can't touch anybody. <laughs> well, the way the tram works though, Danae, the tram, you get on the tram, it drives you way to the back, out to the back lot, the woods, and it makes you get out. Yeah, and you, you have, have to get walk, out. Not, and then not you the walk movie, through the woods. Yeah. Or I'd have to walk with like somebody on either side of me holding my hands to make sure I don't just up and like smack somebody because <laughs> I just I I'm I'm all fight like I I I, I don't run I, I slap and scream and run. We could put you in mittens like tied together or something. Mittens or don't stop you from throwing a punch, issue. Luke. Okay. Jonathan, you've been here, right? By yeah. the way, we're coming. We're coming to you from Hollywood. So you you've been to the Hollywood version of Hollywood. Four nights, right? Yeah, that was the uh, I've been three times, but that rest in peace tour time was my my favorite. And of course, I know you guys don't want to talk about it, but my favorite is The Walking Dead. I'm sorry. No, wait, wait, why don't we wait, wait? Wait, no, no, no. Why don't we want to talk? I love Walking Dead. Oh well, I mean, I've I've listened to the show before, and oh. it's always a contentious, you know, thing like, oh no, here we go. Walking Dead was so cool until it ended like five years ago. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I want to get back into it actually. I'm ready for the end end here upcoming. Yeah. So well yeah, the, I, the, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love Halloween Horror Nights. I love the tram. I love that's getting colder at this time out there. Out here in Denver, obviously it's getting down to the 40s already. Uh, so it's not that cold, which is nice. But uh, yeah, I, I love Halloween Horror Nights out there. We just got okay. done with a week that was averaging like one between 105 to 107 in all yeah, of Los certain. Angeles. It was not a pleasant week. But my AC so, was broken. But Jonathan, the, the thing is, the um, the Walking Dead. This is did they end last year? They're they're not there anymore. That was a permanent attraction they had. They just yeah, the permanent open one, yeah. during Hollywood Horror Nights. But now it's I. What is it that's taken the place? One of the um, one of these attractions is taking its place. At, oh, I think it's actually the weekend is taking its weekend. place. No, no, I take that back. It's the, the um the 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 hotel. Which one? Universal Horror Hotel. No pressure, Jim. Universal Horror Hotel is that oh, looks pretty good. Oh, I by the way, I just do want to call this out. My wonderful mom knows how much I love Charlie Brown's. Uh, it's a it's the, the great pumpkin. Yep, there's Jim with pumpkins. Drink. <laughs> there's the pumpkins. And look at the hat. I am a, a great pumpkin believer. So these are gifts from my mom. She knows how much I um, enjoy these. Stop. He's also a Bieber believer. Okay. So I got another special guest here, by the wait, way. Wait, wait, tell, introduce. I got my little... Little girl, Audrey. Oh, she's already freaking out. From the Stanley Hotel? Brought her back from there? Yep. Fox? No, she but you do. <laughs> and she is she is possessed a lot. So, yeah, it makes sense. Huh. All right. So we can't talk about the Hollywood version. By the way, the Hollywood version 
usually every every not every year for the past few years me and luke and some of the folks we've been able to go to both versions the hollywood and the orlando version i think we just we all have to go to a wedding in november so that's taking up our flying to florida money right there um so i think we're going to be missing i'm really sad we're missing the the orlando version because this is the 31st year of the orlando version which means wow. they're celebrating all since october 31st is halloween it's all things halloween you know sometimes they go really heavy on different themes like last year was the 30th anniversary so they did like um all the, the the monsters from the past this year it's halloween which means they have a whole lot of freaking pumpkins this year i'm I, I can't say I'm not going to find my way to Orlando perhaps this next couple of months. But anyways, so here's Orlando. Before we move to Orlando, J Jonathan, can I ask you? Mm -hmm. let's, um, let's you see. mentioned pumpkins again, so Danae had to go get another drink. Oh, so Jonathan, could you tell us the RIP tour? Can you describe that to us? Yeah, so the RIP tour was amazing. Uh, basically, when I went, uh, this was back in 20. 17 when i did the rip tour uh you start off with uh like a four-star chef like buffet i guess yep. so they lead you they take you upstairs you're in this room with all like the emmys of all the shows uh that they've done and then eventually they take you downstairs to like the eating area you get i believe at the time it was like two adult beverages you know included mm -hmm. and all this stuff i think it was just like you know cans of beer and stuff like that um and then they cook you food and it's a buffet. So it's really fun. And then right after that, then you get in with your tour guide and you take off on the tour and it actually gets you into every single house uh, before the front of the line passes even. So they go around literally everyone and then you get shot through the house. Um, and then afterwards uh, you're, you have front of the line passes the rest of the night. So it just, assures you that you're going to be able to go through all the houses that's very cool which is great yeah so, so um let me see is Danae, Danae's not back yet so just real quick here are the different um ticket price you have your general admission ticket which is not super cheap but on some nights you can save up to 40 bucks you get you have your halloween horror nights after 2 p.m ticket which is probably a little which includes a little bit of the park. You can go, it gives you access to the park and Halloween Horror Nights. You can get express access, you know, front of the line. There's Halloween Horror Nights Universal Express, Universal Express Unlimited, and there's the Halloween Horror Nights after 2 p.m. night Universal Express. But one, there's one pass that everybody's talking about. That is the Halloween Horror Nights Frequent Fear Pass. And of course, the Halloween Horror Nights Ultimate Fear Pass. The Frequent Fear, I think it's, every night except for weekends and the ultimate fear pass is every night so in other words if you are glutton for punishment or uh halloween horror nights i think uh john just got attacked by a werewolf <laughs> i know all right so let's compare that real quick and then after this i think carrie is going to be joining us let's compare that real quick to um cheeseman if you can i'm gonna pull it up and go through it a little bit universal luke if you were to tell us the big difference between Hollywood Horror Nights, Hollywood, and Hollywood Horror Nights, Orlando. What What's the difference? Well, it seems like they do more original mazes or houses or whatever you want to call them at the Orlando location. And I, and they, the nice thing about the Orlando one, they also have, you know, the big water pond kind of in the middle. So a lot of the stuff kind of circles around. So it's a little, 
easier to navigate overall where there's stuff kind of, you know, in the upper part of the back lot and all kind of over the place in the Hollywood one, but it's a little easier to kind of navigate. And I, it's in the scare zones, you know, kind of like connect each kind of area and stuff. So everything's just a little, it's a different kind of layout and requires more escalators and stuff like that with yeah. the Hollywood one. But um, they're both kind of unique in their own way, but, and there's a lot more uh, drink spots in the Orlando one as well. <laughs> like pretty much, uh, well, the Hollywood one used to have more, but they're kind of getting back to it a little bit, but um, there's limited spots where you can get drinks kind of in between going in the different um, mazes and houses, but in Orlando, you know, I think they even like sell them in line or the little kind of they like do. the pouches where the blood things that are kind well, of. Well, it's it's a different audience because remember we asked, I, I asked one time because my first um, Hollywood, they stopped their Hollywood Horror Nights event for a number of years. They shut it down. I guess it wasn't popular or I think they kind of were having some problems with um with fights. And so when they came back, there was no alcohol allowed. Like you couldn't take any alcohol into the park. And then like the it's next year. Danae, they- she had too many people. and then they did bring it back slowly and i asked him i said why is it that in orlando you have alcohol for sale like every 10 feet it seems like but here in los angeles um it's 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 hard to you you, there's it's not for sale and they were just really honest they said it's a different crowd they said the la crowd for a time couldn't handle it i was like wow that's kind of crazy but they're back to full alcohol now let's just say that they are not going to be missing out on that much longer. Here are the haunted houses that are going to be in Orlando. They have 10. They do have the blessing of space. The Orlando theme park has more space. They kind of go way out into the, they're not up on a mountaintop like the, or the one here in Hollywood. So here's their houses. Spirits of the coven, bugs eaten alive. You know exactly what that's going to be about. Fiesta de Chupacabras, Hellblock Horror, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. That's going to be over there in the old Jaws section, Luke. They're turning that into a haunted pier. Descendants of Destruction. They're going to also be having The Weekend, After Hours Nightmare, the same thing they have out here. They will also be having The Horrors of Blumhouse. They will also be having Halloween, a tribute to 1978. And they will also be having Universal Monsters Legends Collide. So they are sharing some sharing some talent across uh, across the continent and then their scare zones horrors of halloween which oh, i would love to see that one um scarecrow cursed soil which is a scarecrow apparently there's a lot of pumpkins in that one too i sh- should stop saying pumpkin sweet revenge drink graveyard deadly unrest and conjure the dark so that is what the scare zones will be looking like we are going to try to get some insight we'll do some reviews of um we are going to go visit and we will be posting on social media but we'll also be having a podcast talking about um the halloween horror nights after we get done with them um danae would you go with us this year if we went maybe we on each side she said <laughs> i if I can get a couple of people to like hold like hold me back, I don't know. Just we'll, we'll bring my brother along and he can just keep me in like a, a lock position. His arms around you mine. Foster, you can hold a foster twin in each hand. <laughs> I'll use I'll just swing the twins. Yeah. <laughs> oh my use God. them as a weapon. 
So um, let me see. We um, what is this? We have a comment from a Mr. Patrick Joseph Rieger. He has a computer. <laughs> Patrick, we are just so impressed that wow. Hey, Patty, we'll take Patrick with us this year. And um, Patrick Joseph Rieger is one of our best friends. He's a musician here and an actor here in L.A. Patrick actually is taking part in something we were going to talk about a little bit later, but I'll just talk about it real quick. It's called Witch. It's an original immersive experience based on the true story of the Pendle Witch Trials of 1612. It's up there in the Heritage Square section of Pasadena. You know where those old Victorian houses, one of the scariest spots. It's beautiful, beautiful houses up there. You can experience a sleepy town's descent into madness as the people of Pendle are led to see witches in every shadow and every stray dog is a familiar spirit. Prepare to be separated from the people you came with, which freaks people out, I think, and have a unique experience as you meet the quote-unquote witches and inquisitors of the haunted forest of Pendle. Risk getting accused of witchcraft, encounter performers one-on-one, traverse the world of a haunted mausoleum and an abandoned chapel that is going on on weekends and select nights now through, I think, November 5th. And Patrick, hopefully we will get to go up there and see it with you. Basically, it's very immersive. You're walking around in this neighborhood of old houses experiencing a witch trial or the, the madness and the hysteria of witch trials. Um, something that I find very relevant to today. But anyways, we won't talk about that right now. All right. So. Let's go a little bit. I want Danae to tell me something she's excited. We got a, We have some more events coming up, and when Carrie gets on, we will jump into Not Scary Farm. But, Danae, you are excited about something coming up this fall. Why don't you tell us about it? Um, it's Halloween well, always, season. It's Halloween season. I always get excited for just scary movies during Halloween. Um, I remember last year, my roommate and I, just every Saturday, we would just tell all of our friends, like, hey, we're watching this scary movie followed by this Abbott and Costello movie. <laughs> and we just had the best time with like people coming over and watching just the scariest stuff, whether it was old or new, and then following it up with Abbott and Costello chasing some monsters around. Yep. I love doing all of that. So I'm very much like a scary movie fan, as long as it's quality. Um, like I really loved Haunting of Hill House. And if I know something is going to be good because it's made by someone I respect, I will watch it. This year, I am so excited for um, Cabinet of Curiosities, created by Guillermo del Toro. It's, yeah, it looks like it's going to be awesome. The whole thing is going to be on Netflix. So it, the cool thing is the first two episodes, I'm pretty sure, there he is. Guillermo del Toro behind it, just looking very Alfred Hitchcock in that picture. I love it. Um, so the first two episodes are going to be airing October 25th. And then it's going to be like every night after that, another two episodes are coming out. And it's like, I was just on IMDb scrolling through some of the cast lists. And it is so cool. If I can get my phone to work to pull up the list, I'll tell you guys about it. Because <laughs> um, we've got people like Andrew Lincoln, DJ Quills, who you guys might remember from um, Supernatural. Um, yeah, we just hear Ghost Footsteps. That was my hand on my desk. I mean, no, it was okay. Lucy. She's the Forest. <laughs> Ben Barnes, Rupert Grint. I can't make my phone work because I'm 90 years old. Um, flip phone? Like Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a flip phone that's, that I'm using to get on IMDb. Um, Tim Blake. Just 
all, all these cool people. Eric Andre is going to be in one, apparently. Just, oh, that's like, awesome. Yeah, like the list goes on and on. And it sounds like every episode is going to be its own individual story. Um, and they've released a teaser trailer with some stuff that looks very cool. Some of it does look like it's going to be kind of gruesome, if that's your thing. Um, I'm, But yeah, I am so excited for this thing to drop. And yeah, at the end of October, I'll probably be on Netflix every night watching new episodes and then following it up with Abbott and Costello so that I can sleep. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Look, is Jay it the same Abbott and Costello you watch or do you watch like different movies of theirs? So we, Alexa, my roommate's got this great collection of like Abbott and Costello meet different monsters. There's like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man, Abbott and Costello meet the Mummy. So we had a lot I didn't of fun know watching. More than one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them. And I don't think we even watched all of them either. Um, oh, I love those things. Yeah, and then so we had like we watched Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds one night and followed it with like Rosemary's Baby, and then we watched you know Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, and um, it was just it was the, really the best time. Like I just that's one of my favorite Halloween things activities that we're talking about. You know what we enjoy doing every year is just getting together with friends with yep. really great snacks, turning on only colored lights like the orange and the yellows and the greens and watching the scary movies. That's, That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Speaking of, since we were talking about that, we do have some more events to, to talk about, but speaking of, of movies or TV specials, let's talk real quick. One of my favorite things growing up was always the TV specials, the special Halloween specials that were coming on. And of course, I mean, I guess it's scroll, scroll, scroll. I guess it's nobody's um, big surprise that there's one that always stands out that I'm always looking for. That is, of course, the Charlie Brown Halloween special. But alas, in 2020, a very terrible thing happened. Apple bought it, the rights to this, and now it only shows on Apple Plus, of which I, I do subscribe to Apple Plus. But the same thing with all their specials, the Christmas special, the Thanksgiving special. It used to be this thing. Danae, did you have to turn your air conditioner off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my... My classy, ancient fan. I was trying to hold it like off camera and still get a breeze. Sorry. <laughs> but last year, PBS and PBS Kids, they secured the rights to air. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, on television. PBS. I'm not going to... Listen, PBS, it's fine. It's got some interesting stuff. It had the great... Um, da -da -da, what's his name? Ernest, Ernest Hemingway documentary by, by Burns. It's got some great stuff. But I got to say... Not as many, it's not as accessible, you know, for, I just miss the, um, you know, the CBS special presentation of Charlie Brown sponsored by Peppermint Patties. Anyways, so it looks like it's going to be back on Apple TV Plus this year. And it looks like PBS and PBS Kids will also come to the same agreement for this holiday season. As soon as we find out, I will definitely let everybody know. That being said, I own it, so I will be watching it very soon. I love that show. I'm just kind of sad that it's falling out of the regular broadcast schedule for the networks. But that being said, here's some other shows that you can look forward to. And this is kind of in this year. I don't know if it, there's anyone here who is a fan of the original Hocus Pocus. Of course. Anyone? anyone? Yeah. The Sanderson sisters are back in Hocus Pocus 2 that is coming on Disney Plus this year. On Screenbox, 
There's Terrifier 2. Do you guys remember the movie Terrifier, mm-hmm. which had one of the most disgusting scenes I've ever seen in my life when he saw that woman in half? Yeah. That was awful. Anyways, <laughs> how uh, on AMC on the AMC network, Fear Fest 2022 comes on this year. It's going to have interview with a vampire plus all the Halloween movies, which is going to be cool. So AMC that once you hit October, it's nothing but horror movies, which is awesome. Disney Channel is starting Monstrober. You know, get it? October Monsters Monstrober. Sci-Fi Channel is starting their 31 Days of Halloween, a long-running tradition with them. Freeform is doing 31 Days of Halloween. Shudder is in the middle of their 61 Days of Halloween. And since we're talking, we're not talking a lot about the movies right now, but since it is streaming on Peacock, Halloween ends. The final Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode um, involvement with the Michael Myers series is going to be streaming on Peacock the same day that it comes out in movie theaters. I think that's October 14th. So, which I think is a stupid thing. I, I wish they'd just leave it in theaters. And I we um, we are definitely going to cover that movie very closely, very bigly. And um, even though I have very low expectations, I just so, I just, it just, Cheeseman, what do you think? I mean, we talked about this with Natalie when she was on, but what do you think? I was just reading this. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, I know. I just had to go in and cancel it. So Patrick was at my house and charged the PBS channel to my to my credit card. <laughs> no, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. It, it is what it is. Oh, wait, wait. Amanda, hello. Wait, Amanda, actually, her birthday is finally this week. Happy birthday, Amanda. She has an open birthday birthday party this weekend just for special people. (laughs) Anyways, Amanda, happy birthday. Where is Brad tonight to finally wish her happy birthday on her birthday? Guys, we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us right now. (laughs) This is Carrie Lane. We are so excited to see you. There we go. I like this framing. I was like trying to adjust of how, what is my, what is my space? of the- <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Carrie, give us a quick introduction to yourselves and, and just reacquaint yourself with the Scare Guy Cruise. Yes. Very happy to be here. I actually just came from my anime show. So if you go follow me online, you'll find links to that. And uh, we talk about anime every Monday night. Uh, super happy to be here with the Scare Guy because I love all stuff for content related horror movies and theme parks it's already you know spooky season which feels super exciting so i'm glad to be here isn't it crazy hey carrie i do have to say thank you because um a couple weeks back carrie and luke both shared a birthday weekend yes we were able to stop by and see carrie and carrie sent something really special this is kind of cool so say you're showing your address there you might want to turn that around oh, oh, let me yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nobody then, pause there no but like gary is a big fan of anime and a big fan of uh, of all things let me make luke can you make me full screen yeah, yeah all right cool just and she sent some really cool japanese candy and and different things um hope you enjoy these japanese candies i will i don't Yay. know what it oh but look at this it's a Japanese Kit Kat bar. Oh, that's with, cool. It's a bunch of, and, oh, that's awesome. I don't know what flavor it is. It's your it Halloween is. candy early. This is so awesome. That's oh, cheesecake. Sweet. What? Cheesecake Kit Kat? Cheesecake. Yes. Okay, cheese, yeah, cheesecake. Ooh. This one is 
That the one's mystery. wheat. Oh, that's wheat. <laughs> yeah, it's really good though. And this it's kind right of like here, a white chocolatey. This looks like a worm inside there. Well, or, or I don't know what that is. Looks like it's a hand. It's a hand and it's curled. Oh, that is a hand. It's your spooky right. candy already. This and this is GABA. GABA or or and that and that one's soda flavored. Soda. Ooh. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Thank Mind you, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you're no. welcome. I, no, I I will definitely enjoy those. Um. Here we go. Cool. Anyways, thank you, Carrie, for that. Carrie, so we were just talking about. Where are y'all now? We got done with the Halloween Horror Nights, and we got done with a special immersive um, uh, experience called Witch, which is going to be happening. We talked about our TV specials, but since we're talking about candy, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, according to a survey that was published in New York Post, here's where the best places to get your candy this year, because apparently they're having a Halloween candy shortage. Of course, ah. Amazon. Which for 18 bucks, you can get a variety pack of 260 pieces of Musketeer, Starburst, Snickers, Target. I've looked at Target and they still have some candy, but apparently they have a Hershey's Reese's Almond Joy Kit Kat and York assortment bag for 11 bucks, which is very cool. Sam's Club, which they, we don't have a lot of Sam's Clubs out here in California. It's more of an mm. East Coast thing, but they have um, the Hershey Factory favorites. This is the top five, by the way. With, that comes with two variations of Hershey bar, Kit Kats, Reese's, and Whoppers. We also think the Reese's Milk Chocolate Peanut Butter Cups crate, a crate for $53 is cool. And, of course, Walmart. You can get a five-pound bag of Halloween candy for 49 bucks. They also have a bulk Halloween candy for a, has a 1,000 pieces for 35 bucks. And most – I don't know if everyone is familiar with – and, Carrie, you've probably heard of it, the Oriental Trading Company – Yes, uh, I feel that's like cost plus kind of a store. Yeah, they have you know, a two hundred and seventy-five like... piece candy assortment for twenty bucks, or what wow. they are calling the Carnival of Candy assortment, which is more candy than you want to do with for ninety dollars. So I feel the last <laughs> one of those I went to was like uh, in Inland Empire area that I was like I haven't seen one of those in a while. Uh, also, I would say my Halloween shout out because you've already passed it, but shout out to Not Scary Farm. That's my no, no, we're going back. We're going back. Oh, we, you're we going back. Oh, okay. We saved that for you because oh. you are the expert. So we have been talking about a few different things. We mainly talked about um, Halloween Horror Nights because that's a biggie and that those yes. have started. But Carrie, can you take us yes. through a little bit of Knott's Berry Farm? Because yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I just am remembering I've never been to Not Scary Farm. Unless Carrie was there. She's oh, always okay. I was about to say, I'm like, don't forget that we all all gone together. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> together, yes. We killed zombies together, Jim. Oh, I know. Right? You know, the thing that I like about Not Scary Farm, they're not universal. They're always struggling to like, and they get criticized for it. Oh, you've done that, that maze before. You've done that before. Not Scary Farm, they have some favorites that they bring back year after year, and they just improve them a little bit. And you, it's not always this thing of like, Oh, it's something we've seen before. People look forward to it. They look forward to their favorite mazes. Can you tell us a little bit about Not Scary Farm? Yes, I was going to say, should I pull from the sheet too? And then ex personal sure. experience. Yay. Okay, well, I like this. So, because uh, I was like, I can't remember when it started. But looking on here, first Halloween haunt event in 1973. So that is quite the track record. Uh, so it's a ticket, separate ticket event. So you can't really go during the daytime and stay for the nighttime. 
um, then they are Thursday through Sunday. And then, yes, there's a Wednesday and a Halloween Monday. So that's cool. And they're yep. later in this month. So they're September 22nd through October 31st. Uh, and it looks like two new confirmed mazes, uh, one more than we had from last year, and mm -hmm. seven returning mazes. And uh, <laughs> kind of like that recurring nightmare, you can't escape. <laughs> and some new horrors and effects. So let me see. New ones, I'm excited too, because I'm like, ooh, what are they? Grimoire, all right. Mm -hmm. Bloodline, 1842. I'm guessing that's going to be a vampire maze. Yeah. Uh, okay, Mesmer, side show of the mind. Uh, I really like that one. So, lat okay, so side note one, I am biased because I worked at Not Scary Farm and for three years I was at Club Blood. So, if you remember that maze, it was super fun. Uh, but prior to that, I've been going to Not Scary Farm since 2004 or 2005 every year. Wow. So, yes, I've Oh, gone for a long time, but so it's fun since to see how it changes. Three. Huh? <laughs> since since I was three, three yeah. <laughs> so Mesmer, I will say for that one, I really liked it because it actually I felt it physically affects you because there are optical illusion effects when you walk through that maze. So that's where they did, if you've been there before, they did a Harry Houdini uh, maze. So it's that one in the back. Um, so like the boardwalk and it's by the big roller coaster in the back. So that's where that one is. Uh, it was also Shadowlands, which was kind of the samurai one. So the sideshow, they have, it goes up really high, which I like that because that's my one complaint about Universal. Some of their mazes are around the same height everywhere. But yeah. uh, this one, I like that it goes up. There's other parts where like you have to adjust how you walk through it. The ground moves and everything. So I highly recommend. Go to that one. First. Which one is that one? So that one's the Mesmer. So that's in the that's back. Awesome. Also, I remember that. Secret insider tip. Generally go to the furthest first because everybody goes to the closest ones first. Insider tip, I would say. Uh, Origin Curse of Calico. That one also they did a lot of multimedia effects, which is really cool in terms of they had videos playing that was part mm -hmm. of the experience walking through the maze. So that one's a really good one. Waxworks is a really uh, like good body horror and like icky and gross <laughs> fun one. <laughs> Depths is just kind of weird. That's the water. water one, right? Yep, that's the water one. That's that's so okay, that's when cool. you come in. If you went to the left, they do three to four over there. So that's also a good way to go. Is you just knock out a few one at they one. Gotta, I like that section right there. They have them all like facing each other. Yeah. Yep. Which also is dark entities. Uh, that one's the one that's an alien one. That one also has some pretty cool like visual effects. Uh, dark ride. That's a haunted theme park one. That one I is love that in one. the middle. That one's a really fun one too. And pumpkin eater, which My favorite. Uh, that one's right when you come inside and go to the right right away. That one's like where you're going through the go pumpkin with the seat. What's that? Luke? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that where you're going through like actual the pumpkin and there's the seeds? Yeah. And, and there's like parts where you feel like you smell it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, those those are I, I'm excited. I'm like, that's a good list. Those are some really fun ones that they're Clearly, they worked because they came back. Right. And so, Carrie, and this is also a park where they have a lot of the uh, the 
oh, I forget. You roller skate and you you skate and you slide the sliders. They, have they do have sliders there. That one is like where I felt I first saw them. There, I didn't feel there were maybe as many this last year, but maybe there's more now because of mm -hmm. lenience of how close you want to get to people. Oh yeah. But uh, that's part of an experience as well because I think what you not what knots does uniquely is the ghost town area is so full of the smoke yeah it really is like you just, just keep walking though don't like if you walk weird you're gonna bump into something so just walk normal you'll be able to see <laughs> um but that's when the sliders come through and that's just exciting to see the like the lights because it's the uh the sparks from the knee pads and the gloves and everything. So don't worry, they won't hit you. So yeah, I was gonna say the one thing that 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 ghost town area is probably one of the best themed Hollywood experiences I've ever been at. Like I just remember, I just wanted to sit there and stare. You're on a movie set almost. It's just yes. like beautiful. Yeah, the you're in the world. Yeah. They also have multiple shows at Knots, so you can plan out your evening. I do recommend that. Like, do a couple of mazes, sit and watch a show, repeat because otherwise it's it's pretty exhausting just walking a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. We'll see what the shows are for this year. They have a but puppet the... show this year. Oh, Puppet Up is back? Yeah, yeah. yeah that one's a fun one. That one's like uh, improv, adult humor, especially the later in the night. So that's the other thing, too. If you want more raunchy or crass humor, later in the evening they do more. Adult. Yes. <laughs> but um, they, sadly, they've stopped doing the hanging. And... Yes, that one. But mm. I will say I like that that area is now converted to all... Uh, benches so it's somewhere you can go sit to eat which is yeah. nice because there's not a lot of seating areas per se but they have live music oh that's cool i didn't know that so they had like a band performing so and like themed you know it's not just like regular music but yeah. uh, they, it was like a rock band i don't remember who they were last year but that was kind of nice to walk by and be like whoa what's that and like that's different so i like that they filled it with something Yep. And a lot of the attractions are still open as well. The roller yes. coasters and whatnot. But don't ride the rides. Why? You can go anytime for that. <laughs> or at least do that last. Jim always needs at least one roller coaster. I, I when I yeah, when I go to Orlando, there's the, the rip rocking roller coaster. I have to ride it every year, otherwise I have a complete meltdown. But you know, whatever. Out here in Hollywood, I don't think there's a, a must ride ride. I uh, think I'd forget the name of it, but it's like bullet or something but it's the one that's in the back at knots and i highly recommend it's worth sitting in the front seat to go up and over because it really is a oh shit like yep that mm -hmm. one's really good jonathan have you ever been uh yeah i've been to knots berry farm i don't know if i went to the not scary farm i used to basically go from Halloween horror nights and then the next night i would go up to six flags and do that the uh okay. the fest. yeah Something. I've never done that one. So, Carrie, Carrie, have you met Jonathan? I think this might be the first time you guys. I don't are... think so. Here, I'm so like, Jonathan... it's funny. It's backwards. I'm looking at you over okay. here, but you're over there. <laughs> he was. Um, he came on tonight because he went through the Stanley Hotel and did a tour and took us on a photo montage tour of the the famous haunted Stanley Hotel and then Ooh, showed fun. us some of the ghost the ghostly pictures from the Stanley Hotel. It was really cool. But, but anyway, hey, does anyone have any questions about? about uh, not scary because Carrie can probably answer them. What I'll, like. I'll just say that it, they do such oh, a yeah. unique job on like we mentioned, it's different than Halloween Horror Nights because there's so much just like pop in, pop out, flashing light, loud noises. But this one does some original things. They, I, 
I don't know if COVID's affected stuff over the years, but like you'd have guns, you could shoot at zombies, you'd have yeah. flashlights that flicker on and off, and they do. Oh, some that was awesome. That was a good one. They haven't had that one in a while, but they've done the laser tag idea a couple times over the years, and yeah, I like the variety in mazes of route. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's the other thing. Some theme parks, it's a basic same route, but this one I like that there's different ways to go through though mirror mirror was a really bad maze i'm sorry knots that was <laughs> that was a stupid maze what was um, the maze where you want your they're telling you a ghost story and then the the screaming ghost comes flying over your head while... yes that is the uh uh i want to say those paranormal identity or something that one's gone so that's maybe where grimoire or the new blood blood or i was like where'd that go uh Bloodline. Bloodline. That's probably where that one is replacing. So I was trying to think, I'm like, what's missing that where that would be? Oh, the other thing too, I don't see it listed, but it might not be listed because it's not really a maze. So they have by the water ride, the water raft ride. So if you like going toward the back left corner, this is one of those things that like you live there. So you don't know the street names, but you're like that way by the big tree. <laughs> There's a, uh, normally it's like this Native American lodge and they do a story and it's like visual projections and real people. So they did do a thing last year where it was uh, set in the 80s and it was new technology and they had like a book of the dead and we're calling the spirits. So that's kind of a fun sit and watch a thing for a minute uh, that, you know, nothing really comes in where you're seated, but it's another kind of a show. But it's, mm -hmm. it's the same show every time yeah cool. you can well, tell i've gone a few times carrie is like the best guide ever like like it was so great because we would go in and i, I remember i had my map and she goes what are you doing just follow me and it, we just yeah. all followed carrie and she took us like we're going here we're doing this and she got us through every single maze of the night and it was a busy night it was do they have like a fast pass or is it they do they have a fast pass kind of ticket option uh i mean obviously everybody has their own kind of a schedule of when you can go but i do more recommend like thursdays and sundays are better because they're just less crowded i mean friday saturday you're probably gonna have lines but in my experience of going on either a thursday or uh, a sunday i saw every single show and i went through every single maze at least once so it's like Get there early, much. too, because yeah. uh, that was the other thing, too, I'd say for people is you can get there early. Like before it opens, they let you kind of in the front area and they have a rope up. So by the pumpkin one. So it's kind of partially there and you can go the other way towards Ghost Town. It's your choice. But like, let's say they open that at like if the park opens at seven, sometimes they'll let you all the way in there at like six and six thirty. So then that way you could be a front. You can be a front of in front of all those people. And you kind of look back and you go, oh, man, at least we're in front of all these people and get to something faster. Cool, cool. I'm relying on Jim and Luke when I fly out to, uh, to you know. I don't know. Did you guys pick a knot's day yet? We have not picked a knot's day. We hit the court. Maybe we'll have to do them the same weekend so Jonathan can double up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Figure something out. So, guys, we are going to speed through just kind of a list of some of these things. But as we do, if you have, like, some cool insights into it, please let me know. So, and for those of you listening, this is where we are going kind of heavy into Southern California. Well, I say that as soon as I bring up something from Florida. Hollow Screen, San Diego, and Bush Gardens in uh, Tampa, Florida. That's their version of a theme park haunt. And it's a carnival of horrifying creatures. It starts September 16th and goes through October 13th. 
I have not been to that, but I really would like to. This next one I have been to quite a few times. Reign of Terror, the largest indoor walkthrough haunted house attraction in Southern California. Starts September 24th, goes through November. Wow, they're going all the way to November 5th. It's out in Thousand Oaks. Cheeseman, I know Ooh. you've been to it. Carrie, have you been to Reign of Terror? Not yet. But where's that one you said? Thousand Oaks. Uh, no, sorry. Where uh, was the name? Uh, Reign of Terror. Yes. That one, I have not, but nice. Cheeseman, what'd you think? You've been to Reign of Terror a few times. Yeah, it's interesting how they do it because, I mean, they get so many props and things that are part of kind of the scare. So they Ooh. don't have to have as many scare actors as most places do. I like kind of the, and it feels very kind of like traditional old, old school kind of haunted house too. Like they have, I think they had like different themes or different things. It's a big, long, like walking attraction. Like it takes longer than any other maze or house that you'll usually be in. And there's, yeah, so many different things happening. And again, like mechanical type stuff that jumps out and all that. So I, I just, I, I think it's a lot of fun and yeah, it's, it's definitely the, there is sometimes a bit of a line, but if you go with a group of friends, it doesn't really seem to take yeah. too long. And there's some stuff nearby where you can grab like, you know, coffee or something. And, and it's a long yeah. maze. It's, it's like yeah. takes over like an abandoned mall. It's, it's mm -hmm. huge. So that's really cool. Also, this one's new. I've not heard about this one before. It's here in Los Angeles. The Willows, a two hour immersive haunted house experience set within a sprawling early 20th century, 10,000 square foot, mansion this is from the creators of creep la it's wednesdays through sundays starting october 5th and goes through november 13th i am super interested in this i don't know two hour immersive haunted experience that's crazy wow. here's one that's crazy has any of you been to the haunted car wash tunnel of terror down at the oc <laughs> creepy special effects and scary performances in a car wash select nights october 6th through 31 anaheim it sounds i think this came about during covid and they're just redoing it because it, it was a way for you could stay within your car safely away and you know you weren't interacting with anybody this one is kind of cool sugar mint gallery carrie have you been to the sugar mint gallery out in south pasadena is where they filmed the original 1978 john carpenter's halloween and the michael myers house has been moved to a prominent spot right there on main street um what street is that not really sure. It's right there in South Pasadena on the back side of the Michael Myers house. There's a gallery and this lady, she kills it every year. This is this year. Welcome to Haddonfield eight. You can't kill the boogeyman. It's an art gallery inspired by John Carpenter's Halloween September 3rd. So it's already started through October 31st. It's on the back side of the Michael Myers house. I wish I had gone to the opening night because it's usually pretty cool too. Me, me and Cheeseman went one year when Luke was dressed up like Michael Myers and he was able to go in and people were taking his picture with them and everything. It was great. There's also the Hauntoween of 35,000 pumpkins. I'm going to try to make it up to this one up in Woodland Hills. This is something that's kind of cool. There is the Scream Fest Horror Film Festival, October 11th through 20th in Los Angeles. Carrie, have you been to this? Oh, you're muted. Yes, I have. There we go. I was like clicking. I, I think you did some it. interviews for us. Um, yes, I was going to say there's some scary eye interviews from that. Uh, I really liked it. It was at that time because that was a few years ago. It's more of a petite festival. And I say that in a nice way, though, of like it's not overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You really feel you get to hang out with the filmmakers and talk to them 
And uh, I'd be curious where it is this year location wise. But before I thought it was in a really cool like uh, there was kind of a hangout lobby area and a theater. And so, you know, you would all you watch a movie with everybody, go outside, hang out and then come back in and watch like another one. And it was just a nice hangout for the day of just watching horror movies. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So I like that festival. That was a good one or is a good one. It is a good one. For those of you who want something free to do and get into the Halloween spirit, Halloween Club, which is down by Disneyland, they're having what they're calling their spook show. They've had it every year. It's a free, basically a Halloween festival. It's the ninth annual spook show. It's on Saturday, September 17th from 12 until 7. It's it's very cool. Um, it says that they're going to be following all state and local COVID-19 guidelines. In other words, bring your mask just in case. Uh, it's you. you the guidelines change from day to day sometimes. So whatever the guidelines in September will be enforced. Masks are in, are suggested because you know, there's a lot of people and it's a lot of fun. It's a small Halloween festival. It's free, so which is kind of cool. And I'm going to list on our website the upcoming convention. So we're not going to go over those tonight. But I would like to make sure that um, I bring to the attention SoCalHauntList.com. If you get a chance, uh, we will link to it. It's SoCal, S-O-C-A-L, hauntlist.com. It's a list of all these haunted houses we're talking about. But since Southern California is kind of like the epicenter of home haunts, it lists so many home haunts. And I know that we've had so much fun going to, going to some of these. Me, Luke, and Carrie have interviewed. What was the one over north of Glendale? That was such a great one. Oh, it was uh, like a Donnie Darko one. Yeah. Yeah, OP Chibi House. I, I don't know if he's doing his house this year. I know he's going off that to college. That was a really cool one. Yeah. So, but if you want to see some really cool talent of home haunts, um, check out SoCalHauntList.com. And as we finish up here, John, could you tell us, you've been to Fright Fest. Tell us what you think. Six Flags Fright Fest. Oh, I thought it was great. Um, you know, if you if you're like Jim and myself, I guess we love to ride roller coasters all the time. So and it's cool because they do a lot of like lights out roller coasters. I think I went to the last year where they did uh, the wooden roller coaster. They they roll it backwards with the lights off, and I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, I'm seriously? I didn't know they did yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it was really really awesome. It was a good time, but. Uh, if you're in Denver, like me, uh, the Frightmare Compound is great, and City of the Dead is great, so is 13th Floor. And then if you're in Atlanta, uh, where I spent some time, the uh, Netherworld Haunted House, I think that was the only one I got to out there, but that one is pretty amazing, too. So. I used to live close to Atlanta. They had one. It was one of those towers. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forget. But it was one of the, 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 the catch was if you can make it all the way through, you get your money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that one. It, it was pretty extreme, though. Like it was, you know, they have the levels of haunted houses. And this is the one where you have to sign a release waiver that okay. they can touch you. They actually have one like that out here. I think it's called the 13th floor where it's hmm. much more expressive and in your face than you know, like you go through Halloween Horror Nights, it's it's spooky and scary, but it's not going to make you. Well, it might make you cry. Who knows? Depends on who you are. <laughs> I would say real quick, though, for Fright Fest Universal here in Southern California, wear comfy shoes because there are some mazes where you have to walk 
up a lot of a steep hill area and like back down and such. So wear your comfy shoes. And this is just the beginning with Southern California. I know is a, we are blessed with so many of these all across the country. They are Jonathan. I would love to hear what's in your area. I know Jake's going to tell us if some from the Midwest, we're going to be filling you in on some of the Florida ones. So all across the country that we are in Halloween season and she's been, tell us about Griffith park haunted LA haunted hayride. Yeah. So that's um, nearby the Griffith park area. We've done that before where they do a, you know, a hayride where they have scare stuff going on. So you're literally in a hayride with, you know, groups of people. They filtered through pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, you're going through and they literally have people coming up with the chainsaws and the different things. Nothing's dangerous. It's all safe. But and you go through, it's just certain like areas and stuff. But it was a lot of fun. Did that last year. That's happening again this year in the Griffith Park area. And there's also you can for additional they have some haunted houses as well that you can go through, which we did last year, which was fun. Carrie, and you got lost in one of them, right? but we did find our way out. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh, it was a maze. Yeah. Like an actual maze. Ride, right? I, I do like that they're called mazes. They're not yeah. really, because it's just a walkthrough, uh, yeah. which is fine. It's so cool. People still kind of can't figure out which way to go. No, I one year I haven't gone. I've only gone to the Hayride one time, but I really like that they had the Hayride and then they had like two like essentially mazes where yeah. uh one was a weird creepy school and one was trick-or-treat where you went up to doors and knocked and that was yeah. fun because either someone would run out at you or not or they had candy and that was really just an, a fun way to have it be interactive without it being too much yeah. uh mm -hmm. so i thought that was really creative on their part of a way for you to you know be involved with it too luke look it was pretty scary luke I mean, it, it was it was like the other way. I mean, I don't get <laughs> too scared at these things, but uh, and they also had like a live stage with performers and yeah. different vendors. Mm -hmm. Midnight Falls, stuff, the so. town of Midnight Falls, it's where it's yeah. always there. She is Miss Midnight Falls. They had like a <laughs> werewolf looking guy singing that. Yep. Uh, the, um, Misty Austin says she's got tickets to that. She's trying to let go at cost or a little below. I can do a digital. <laughs> well. I, I think she's talking about that. Um, so I, I don't want to do like digital transfers here, but so I love LA haunted hayride. I love it because it feels old school. I grew up going on hayrides around Halloween. I love the feeling of that. You're people jumping out at you at, at hayrides. The thing that was cool when at the haunted hayride, I've only been once they had a merry-go-round made out of skeleton horses. Mm -hmm. I loved that. That was so cool. That was so cool. Let me just zoom through real quick to make sure we haven't missed anything i think that is all we have for tonight all we have for tonight yep 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 all right so did i miss oh there's one big one we just have to mention because every year it's been a tradition here in southern california california for years it was the um the the queen mary haunted attraction down in long beach which because of some structural concerns with the queen mary herself they're mm. not doing the queen mary haunted attraction this year but it's being replaced by something called shack toberfest shack the basketball player is taking over long beach he's going to have some sections called the pumpkin patch the shipwreck graveyard dead man's wharf and the pirate's cove it looks like it's during the day it's very family friendly and at nighttime it becomes very adult 
including hmm. drinks and haunted mazes and stuff. So we will try to get down there. Um, maybe we can do that one as a group as well. But that looks, I don't know. I Look, miss the Queen Mary. So part of me is like, mm, uh, like Dark Harbor was so fun. I yep. liked how they incorporated the ship that I hope they can bring that back. And I, I was sad I, they didn't have anything, but this is like, well, it's close. And I mean, it, it is nice to have family-friendly events, too, because, I mean, obviously there's those of us that are like, yes, give me the scary stuff. But, you know, there could be <laughs> other people that they want to take their kids, and they can't do that just yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, I agree with you. Um, this sounds bizarre to me. I'm going to give it a try. I was yeah, going to say, wait, not on the list, but uh, local promo, if y'all are, you know, since we're sharing Halloween events and representing small town. Uh, these gentlemen love Solvane, and Solvane does a, I mean, I hope they're doing it again this year, but they have a scarecrow fest in October yep. where local businesses make scarecrows and put them out, and they can be themed to the business or just unique, and it's just fun to wander the downtown to find them and take pictures of them and, you know, enjoy the local, uh, if you're over 21, you know, there's plenty of wine tasting as well. And Los Olivos does it too. So they have their own scarecrow fest and those are just, yay. Yeah. My bottle of Carhartt from Los Olivos right there. So did you see the Los Olivos pump, uh, scarecrows, uh, yet? I, I mean, not this year, but in the past. I, I know that Solving has all the scarecrows. I didn't know Los Olivos did them as well. Yes, they did it too. So that's a fun one. Just like if you're you know, in Southern California and you haven't been, it's kind of a fun excuse to uh, sample a local community. And, you know, just it's kind of a scavenger hunt too to yep. find them. And you get a vote online which one you, one you like the best and everything or like best use of props or something like that. So there have been some really good ones before too. And I'm going to tell you, Chaseman can attest solving the solving area with the Los Olivos is one of my favorite spots in the entire world. I love it. I live here in Los Angeles and I probably hit up there four to five times a year. I know me and Luke and some other friends, we went about four times in a matter of like two months earlier in the year, took the summer off. Carrie, we're coming back in October. So we will let you know when we get there, we're going to be Let's doing do it. We're going to be doing all that stuff. We got some wine to pick up. I'm also, I'm going up to solving guys. I'm doing my, my pumpkin run. That's where I'm picking up my pumpkins this year. Cause solving yes. Los Olivos has the best pumpkins and you don't out here in LA for a pumpkin this big, it's 75 bucks there in Los Olivos. It's around 35. So go to Los Olivos or solving and get your pumpkins, get your wine and check out the scarecrows. I think that's awesome. I think that's all we have time for tonight, guys. We will be posting links to everything. We have gone a little bit long, but thank you guys so much. We're so excited about Halloween. Carrie, where can people find Danae's gone? <laughs> She's I, like, and I'm gone. I'm like, wait, hold <laughs> Carrie, on. where can people find there, you? There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm like, my shot's framed for another thing. Yes, uh, you all can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. Uh, Yes, all, pretty much. Every, it's on all social media platforms at that same name. Cool, cool, cool. Here, we're going to bring her back. Sorry, you got to reframe Sorry. again. <laughs> today, we said, I get that song. Today's like, oh, she's like bye. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so today, what's your closing? Oh, what, what are we supposed to be closing? I missed what you said when my computer Where cracked. we can find you online. Oh, thank you, Carrie. Um, yeah, so you, you can find have fun me with on. That, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah you can find me on the con girls on instagram um you can also find me at dnays on instagram and you can find me and 
old buddy Ben Cleaver, who didn't make it to our show tonight. Um, we have our stand-up show this Wednesday in North Hollywood at the Comedy Chateau. You can find out all about that on my Instagram. Hopefully see you guys there. Luke and Jim promised us we would that they would be there supporting our comedy. And <laughs> She's you can also got find us me here on the con guy almost every Monday. All right, John. Uh, you could find me. Uh, yeah, you can find me if, if you really want to. Uh, <laughs> just Jonathan Wilkinson on most stuff. Uh, there's a politician of the same name in England, so you'll see him a lot too. But uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's not me. But if you want to find me, come and find me, okay? That's all I can say. All you can right. find him at the Stanley Hotel. I'm going to yeah, let Luke take us out, so you can find me at Instagram, James D. Fry, or on, um, Twitter, Jim Fry L.A., I tried to get those changed to make those match, but those just don't work. Be make sure you guys follow us during the, the scare season, during Halloween season, because we're going to have a lot of fun and I just can't wait. I can't wait to see some of these home haunts. I can't wait to see um, some of the bigger haunts because those are always good. And just some of the cool creativity that happens during the season, some cool, scary movies everywhere. This is my favorite season. All right, geez, man, take us out. You can find me smashing pumpkins and upsetting Jim. Just kidding. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at cheese on couch and also on the scareguy.com. Yes. All right, everybody. Happy Halloween. We're going to be there right with you later. Mm -hmm.